the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. A couple minutes after 4. A little break of sunshine coming through right about now. That's nice. On the cloudy side, a little rain here or there that has been happening. That's probably tapering off now or likely done for rain. Maybe a quick shower. 81 the high the rest of the day, 70 the low night. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. High 88 for Sunday on the cloudy side. A couple showers and thunder showers possible. And a high of 92. Philly series against Toronto this weekend. Postponed. They had another round of testing at the ballpark and no new positive tests as far as the players. I shouldn't say at the ballpark, wherever the players were getting tested. No new tests, but uh, still nothing planned for Citizens Bank Park for a while yet. Schedule keeps changing tentatively. They're at Miami on Tuesday. There's been talk about them playing the Yankees, and and they've got they've got quite a navigation thing going on there to try and figure out their season. We'll see one day at a time. Sixers at Indiana, 7 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, the Flyers at Boston, 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon in playoff action, the qualifying round robin deal there. So, it's our famous Friday show. 20 years ago this week, the worldwide smash, Who Let the Dogs Out, made its debut. Steve Greenberg, the Grammy Award-winning record label executive who discovered the song and then the band... It's quite a story. Going to join us later in the hour to talk about his new podcast called Speed of Sound. It's uh, really well done. Highly recommend it. He also discovered other bands like Hanson, the Jonas Brothers, and AJR. We're continuing to hook you up with the new Apologetics CD, Braggadocious. Jay Jackson, the lead singer of Apologetics, joined us this week to talk about it. Features uh, parodies of songs by the Beatles, Doors, Led Zeppelin, Juice Newton, Wang Chung, among others, in the 80s and uh, Upper Darby's own Todd Rundgren. And uh, they changed the song from Bang on the Drum All Day to Brag on the Lord All Day. I will send you a link to download the entire album free. No strings attached. Courtesy of Apologetics. Very generous of them. Just email me, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Or text me, 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Just need your first and last name. And uh, to help me keep things straight, type the letters APX in there, short for apologetics. That way we can be on the same page. It's their 59th CD. And while there are no strings attached, I will warn you, after listening to this one, you may say, uh, what else you got? Because they're very good at what they do. 700 plus songs in their library. Uh, Christian parodies, everything from Elvis to Eminem. So, clarifying, anyone is welcome to that free album. Just email me or text me. And I will send it a link. You can download it. No strings attached. My uh, email again, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. 
or you can text 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. We'll cap things off with a special version of Now That's Punny. And what really would be a, a, a famous Friday show be without someone like co-host of the Family Life radio program heard weekdays at 9 uh, in the morning and 10, uh, 1.30 in the morning, the world-famous Bob Lapine. World-famous. I like that. Yeah. I didn't realize I was world-famous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Long time. Uh, with you. You too. Long time co-host of Family Life. And uh, we get the privilege of having you on every now and again because Family Life, there's one thing they're not is uh, unbusy. They're always doing something. And we are always up to something, but yes. we always call a timeout when we hear Bob DeMoss is on the line. We say, stop everything. Really? It's time to do the important stuff. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. And the impetus for our conversation, which we'll get to in a little bit, is this uh, amazing download that we're offering our listeners at this point in time, the uh, Marriage Resource Bundle, which has video components, it has audio, it has ebook. It even comes with bacon, I understand. So it's a real, <laughs> a real win. <laughs> you know, we, we recognize that a lot of couples have seen more of each other in the last four or five months than they're used to. And sometimes that's great, and sometimes you can go, oh, this has gotten a little stressful. And it's a particularly stressful time for everybody. So we thought, let's put a resource together that can give couples a way to just uh, have a little, a little uh, marriage tune-up focus, some things they can listen to, video they can watch together. The, the booklet that you mentioned has got some conversation starter questions. We, we, all of this is free, and we're doing this because we recognize that couples are dealing with stressful times right now, and so we thought, let's put something together to help them out. I really like it. So so what went into the different components? Do you, do you know, I mean, the two video parts, the mini courses on marriage, one's light bulb mar- moments in marriage, and the other is family life's art of marriage on conflict. Uh, any any thoughts on, do, do you know how they came to be, or were you integral in the, yeah. the choosing of them? Well, the, yeah, I was. The, uh, the, the series on resolving conflict, that video series, is a part of our art of marriage video series and it's this is a it, it's a short couple of video segments that you can watch that will help walk you through why conflict happens in a marriage but more importantly what do we do when it happens in a marriage because the reality is if you're married you're going to have conflict that's just it, it comes with the territory two sinful people are going to rub each other the wrong way at some point and we have to know okay what do we do to get our marriage back where it belongs when there's been some kind of conflict. So the video course, it, it doesn't take long to watch this, but I think it's very practical and, and it's, it's scriptural in terms of how we process conflict and what we do to get to forgiveness and, and to resolve the conflict in our marriage. Okay. And then the other one, the light bulb moments in marriage, this features Jeff and Shanti Felton, and some of your listeners will know Shanti from writing the book for women only, and then another book that they wrote together called For Men Only. It really focuses on the fact that husbands and wives, men and women, tend to see life and relationships and the world differently. And when we understand that those differences are not wrong, they're just different, And but we start to see, oh, this is how my husband thinks. It's not how I think, but it's how he thinks, or this is how my wife thinks. Those light bulb moments, those aha moments when you go, 
okay, I understand you better and I can love you better as a result. That's what the light bulb moments video stuff is all about. I like that. Bob Lapine's our guest, longtime host of uh, Family Life, and you'll hear of that program each weekday at 9 on WFIL. Uh, we also broadcast it at 1.30 a.m. for those who are up late at night, and that just tends to be what I tend to do. Uh, and, and then another component in this bundle, which is, again, free. This whole thing is free for folks to download. There are four audio teaching sessions from the Family Life Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise, which is one of kind of a, a, a you know a number of things that Family Life does and is known for. Uh, what about those teaching sessions? You know, you know, uh, Paul David Tripp, I think, is part of that. Um, he is. Yeah. Yeah. This is we we've been doing the cruise now for ten years, and so we had we we kind of went into the the vault and said, what are some of the best messages that that uh, speakers have given on the cruise? And you mentioned Paul David Tripp and. Uh, Bodie Bauckham and Julie Slattery. We we tried to pick messages that would uh, would help couple just just things you can listen to that will remind you of what's true about your marriage that will give you pointers on how you can uh, communicate more effectively with one another. Again, dealing with conflict, the whole area of of intimacy in marriage. Uh, these are the things that these speakers are talking about, and it's kind of like a. Um, you listen to all four messages like a mini seminar on marriage that you can do while you're listening to podcasts around the house or out doing your walk or or uh, social distancing, however you're doing that these days. Okay, that's great. That's great. I love that. And the other piece, the Good to Great Marriage Printable Download has uh, conversation starters, a quiz. What's that uh, that part of the, the marriage bundle about? Yeah, this, I, I think this wound up being like 32 pages long. And again, it's a downloadable. You can print it out or you can just read it as a PDF if you want to do that. But there are, there are questions. Start, have you ever been out with your wife on a date and you start to talk and then you kind of run out of things to know what to talk about? <laughs> and, uh, and you look at each other and go, okay, well, what else do we have to talk about? Well, this, this booklet will give you, you can pull this out or pull it up on your phone and there will be questions that you can ask each other that will just help you be able to engage, maybe at a level that we don't typically engage as husband and wife. So uh, the, the downloadable book, there's a quiz in here that both of you can take that will help you assess how good a listener are you. What was that? I'm sorry. And, what? I know. My, 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 I saw a bumper <laughs> sticker one time that said, my wife says I never listened to her or, or something like that. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's what all of this is about, and and the booklet again, along with the video and the audio. These, these this is not something you get and you try to tackle it in a night. This is something that for the next month you can kind of keep coming back to, and and just pour a little fresh foundation in your marriage. You know, we had the we were not able to do our weekend to remember getaways in the spring, yeah. and we've had to cancel the early fall getaways until we see what's going to happen with the pandemic. So we're not able to, to get couples away for a weekend, but we thought we can put material in the hands of couples that can help them do a little marriage preventive maintenance. Even if your marriage is getting along fine, just make sure you're still tending it well. And if you've had some rough spots, you've, you've, you've had some hiccups over the last couple of months, maybe this can help do a little marriage maintenance uh, and help you repair some of the damage that's been done. Well, in that regard, it's like going to the dentist for your cleaning every six months. Why wait till you have a cavity? 
Right. And, and yeah, it's yeah. usually covered by insurance. This is free. It's kind of a similarity there. <laughs> yeah, so. but, you know, nobody likes the root canal, and if you take care of your teeth, you, you probably can can uh, avoid some of those root canals. Well, this is this is like preventive maintenance for for your, instead of your mouth, it's for your marriage. Yeah, you went to school for dentistry too, right? I'm, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I am long in the tooth, so I will tell you that. <laughs> but um, psh, where's my rim shot yeah. when I need it? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> so all of those things. The video, the audio, the uh, the download, the the ebook. I think um, it's also really cool because some people learn a little differently. Some people are a little better at the video side, or they need to, they like to listen, they like to read, and so there's actually some. I mean, hopefully they're all working together to achieve the goal that you uh, and family life have. So, yeah, no surprise to most of your listeners, but I'm I'm an audio learner. I mean, I'm I'm in radio. I've just always learned best by listening. So. To have four messages I can listen to on my commute, or as I'm as I'm doing stuff around the house, I I will load up stuff like this on my iPhone, and when I go out and cut the backyard, I can listen while I'm doing that, and it's just just a great way to keep me fresh on these things. But I know other people, video is helpful, or to have something you can come back to and read and highlight and underline and a print out and share with somebody else. So we we tried to cover all of the bases with this, and again, it's all there for free because we know marriages need help right now. I love it. It's a great idea. It really is a big blessing. Bob Lapine's with us from Family Life again. You can catch a program each weekday morning at nine, also one thirty a.m. And there are several uh, weekend editions of Family Life uh, going on as well. You can check out all that info in our program guide at WFIL.com. Go take a quick break and then keep our conversation rolling. We also have Steve Greenberg, Grammy Award-winning record executive who helped discover the band, actually did discover the band, Baja Men, and uh, the song Who Let the Dogs Out, which is 20 years old this week. We have our pun segment on the back end. Much more. It's our famous Friday show on the Tim DeMoss Show today. AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 418 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Our guest at the moment, Bob Lapine, longtime co-host of Family Life, which you can catch weekday mornings at 9 on WFIL. Perhaps you've heard about this new From Good to Great giveaway feature deal we're doing on our site. We were talking before the break about the special uh, bundle including video, audio, and an ebook, $155 value. Each listener welcome to help him or herself to that absolutely free. Just download that uh, from WFIL.com. The download is, is there for free, but part of this is kind of, uh, I call it a contest. It's really a resource offering, uh, a blessing to folks, is there's, a, there's an opportunity to go beyond the bundle, if you will, and, uh, yeah. you know, have a little, uh, little trip to either Orlando or Little Rock, I think, depending where folks want to go. and uh, come, come see us at Family Life. Yeah, yeah here's, here's what we thought. We thought, okay, we know that folks are going to need a little extra incentive to, uh, to take their medicine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you need to do some work on your marriage, and you go, yeah, but I don't really want to do Yes, you do. You need to do this. It's a good thing to do. So we thought, here's the incentive we'll do. If you will... If you'll sign up and get this content downloaded, your name is going to go into a drawing, and in mid-August we're going to draw a name, and somebody is going to come to visit us at Family Life, sit in on a Family Life Today recording session, and then have dinner that night with Dave and Ann Wilson. So 
you know, somebody gets a trip. Again, you can schedule this for a year from now, and we'll wait until people are flying again or traveling again. But once that's up and going, you can come and spend a recording session with us and then have dinner with Dave and Ann and, and uh, check out family life. We just thought that's the least we can do for somebody who will invest in their marriage by getting the good to great marriage resource. That's excellent. So to repeat for folks, the marriage resource bundle, totally free. You can go to WFIL.com, download that, the video, the audio, the uh, the ebook. And then as a part of that process, you're going to be entered for this uh, opportunity to take a trip, whether it's to, uh, uh, my understanding is it could be Little Rock or it could be Orlando because is there a shift going on or it's already started or it's already happened or for family life? It, is, it, it, it has begun. We're, we're doing this in a couple of phases. So um, part of the team has already transitioned down to our our headquarters in Orlando, that's where CREW, Family Life's a part of the ministry of Campus Crusade for Christ, now known as CREW. Yeah. And so we're, we're transitioning there. Some of our team is already down there, and the, uh, the, the team that produces Family Life today, the audio group, is still in Little Rock, and we'll be here for probably another, another 12 months while we build out new studios in, in Orlando and get ready to transition down there. So if folks want to wait until we're in Orlando and make the trip down there, that's fine. If they want to come see us in Little Rock while we're recording sessions here over the next 12 months, that's fine. We'll, that's their choice. Whoever the winner is gets to pick. That's great. That's great. So as long as we're on the topic here, uh, folks go to the, the website, too. Uh, just It's just familylife.com, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Okay. So folks go there. Uh, one of the things that's kind of neat, because the ministry has been growing for you know, over 40 years, right? It's 40, 45 years uh, since it, it's early stages. Um, Started in 1976. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I would point people to, because I I like timelines, I like uh, context for things. And so when I go through, there's a a really neat, a simple but neat kind of picture timeline on the Family Life website that gives folks a history of things. And uh, of course, folks will know the name Dennis Rainey and his wife, Barbara. Um, But if they look uh, on 1992, on the page, on the on the on the timeline, that's when I think the Family Life broadcast itself began. Is that right? Yeah, November November of 92 was when we went on the air with Family Life today. Okay, now I saw the picture of Dennis. Who's the guy next to him? <laughs> I'm wondering the same thing. <laughs> I'm going that guy with all that black curly hair. Who is that guy? <laughs> Yeah, it's like his Uncle Luigi, or what was it? Because of... <laughs> so... Uncle Luigi, I like that. That's the first time I've heard that. I may go with that. <laughs> well, so that's amazing. So, did you? When did you join Family Life officially? I came. I came in '92. Uh, Dennis called me in the spring of 1992 and said, uh, "Family Life is is thinking about starting a daily radio program." And I had interviewed Dennis a couple of times on. Uh, a program I was doing on a local station in San Antonio, much like the program that you do. And, okay. And he had called, and, and he, he had left thinking, you know, that was a better-than-average interview. And I left thinking, you know, he was a better-than-average guest. So <laughs> we kind of thought that about each other. And when he was thinking about starting the program, my name came to mind. He called and said, is this something you'd be interested in? And I said, well, do you want to move the ministry to San Antonio? And he said, no. And I said, well, then probably not, because we really thought San Antonio was where we were supposed to be. We loved our church there. We loved our neighborhood, everything about it. Hmm. But over over the course of time, God made it really clear this is where he wanted us. And so uh, in the summer of 1992, I said, let's make the move. And, and we got here, and 
hit the ground running, and we were on the air four months, three months after I got here. I got here in September, and we were on the air in November. Wow. That's crazy. And, you know, eventually uh, we weren't one of the original batch of stations that had family life, but it wasn't too long. It was a couple of years later. It was uh, November of 1994 that family life appeared on WFIL and has been going strong ever since. So we're still from the the lower part of the trunk of the tree, if you will. You guys are early adopters, not not the pioneers, but uh, <laughs> you waited until the pioneers had taken the arrows and then said, okay, we'll, we'll try these guys. Yeah, I, it's kind of, you know, you have to w- act wisely sometimes and, and let, put those guys right. out front. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, um, speaking of interviews, just as a, on a side note, uh, folks just tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL, Bob Lapine's joining us today. Uh, he's host of, uh, along with David Ann Wilson of Family Life, and prior to that was, of course, Dennis Rainey. Uh, you mentioned having an above-average uh, time with Dennis in your initial cons, and he said the same about you. Uh, high praise there. Um, how, how about for you <laughs> over the years? Have you had a favorite interview or two or three that stand out uh, when you've been doing the program with Family Life? You know, there there have been some interviews that have just been highlights, really, of my life to, to look back. And people I've had a chance to meet, people who were personal heroes of mine, to get the opportunity to sit across the table and to – ask questions. Um, so I, I can think of whether it's been R.C. Sproul or Elizabeth Elliott or John MacArthur or Jim Dobson, Chuck Swindoll, any of these folks who have been guests on Family Life today. What a privilege to get a chance to interact with these, these men and women. But honestly, Bob, the shows that stand out for me are people whose names you would not recognize, people who came on and shared stories of how God had worked in their marriage and in their life, the redemption that had happened in their story, um, people whose lives have been powerfully transformed by the gospel. And I, I, I think of two. I think of a couple that we had, um, as, as they shared their story, they, they had run away together to get married while they were both still in high school. Uh, she, her, her hope on their wedding day was that he would be sober. So this mm. was not a marriage that was getting off on the right foot, um, and and their marriage was was a mess when they first got married, and yet God did a remarkable work in their lives. When we were in the middle of the interview with them, we started we were probing a particular area, and and they asked if we could stop the interview, and we did, and they looked at us, and they said, in order for us to answer the questions you're asking, we would have to tell something we've never told anybody. Mm. Well, well, you know, you're in, you're in uh, pretty sacred territory here. And, and so we said, well, we don't want to be prying or invasive, but here's the option. We could record this part of the interview, and you guys go home and pray about it. And if you think, yeah, we don't want that to be known publicly about us, um, then we'll just edit that out. Hmm. Or we can just stop right here and keep going with, in another direction. So they, we took a break, and they talked about it, and they said, let's, let's go ahead with the interview. And they shared with us the story that this wife, early in their marriage, had had an abortion. Hmm. And, and it's something that they had lived with, and no one knew. So they went home that day, and uh, it was going to be a few weeks before we were going to put that on the air. And so they called back, and they said, we want to go ahead and tell that story publicly. We're going to be meeting with our family here in a few weeks, and we'll have the opportunity to tell family members and friends ahead of hearing it on the radio about this part of our life that they've never known. And 
what they what they told us was that there was such healing, such a profound healing when they finally opened up and shared this. There was so much grace and forgiveness, and they were able to cry together and grieve together, and their kids came around them and other family members. It was just, it was a sweet moment for them, and all of it because we were asking probing questions on a radio interview, and that opened the door for that to to come out. Um, I, I think of one other story that, that has stood out, an interview we did with a couple who, um, they had been married for a few years, and the wife the wife began to uh, become bored with the marriage, and she found herself attracted, uh, surprisingly, to another woman. Hmm. And she she left her marriage to to uh, join herself. This was before gay marriage was a thing. She left herself, and she partnered with this other woman for a period of time. The husband uh, was devastated. He was a believer. Uh, she professed faith in Christ when when this was going on. And uh, and he, you know, his world was rocked, and he had to figure out where do I, how do I move on from this. Yeah. Well, ten years later, she reached out to him, uh, her the ex-wife, and she had been broken by God, had repented, had come to see the folly of what she was doing, and she wondered if he was at all open to the possibility of reconciliation after. Ten years. Wow. And this is a couple who goes around now, and they tell couples the process that needs to be involved to take a broken, a dead marriage, and and see it come back to life because their marriage has been restored, and they're just they're sharing their story with others. It's really it's a powerful story. So it's those kinds of interviews that I walk out of and go, "Isn't God amazing?" Hmm. And and that's what sticks with me. Absolutely. That's right. That's great. Bob Lapine is our guest co-host of Family Life weekday mornings at nine on WFIL on the Tim DeMoss show today. As, as a curiosity, do those programs and, and the other ones that you've done with other hosts or, or you know, people uh, that, you know, authors or whatever, uh, do they reside on the Family Life website any place where they can folks can get some of those at least? Or... Yeah, everything we've done is at Family Life, actually at FamilyLifeToday.com. So we've got the Family Life website and then for, for radio listeners, familylifetoday.com, there's a, the, the entire catalog of 28 years is available online. You can search by guest or by topic. You can, uh, wow. you can go back and listen to whatever's there. And that's, that's about 6,000 interviews that we've done over the years. <laughs> and of course, people, people can, uh, can listen as a podcast as well if they want to subscribe to Family Life Today as a podcast. And, and this is just a side footnote kind of thing. If folks are you know just listening now and they heard you describe those two interviews, do you happen to remember like a, even a keyword, last name, or something folks could search by to make it way faster to go yeah. through the six thousand? <laughs> yep, they yeah. could look for Rob and Lori Koff. That's K O. I think it's K O P F. Okay, how they spell their last name, and then. Um, the other one, oh, I can't pull up their name off the top of my head. Okay, but the, cop, um, the cops for for which one? Story one or story two? That's story number one. Okay. And as story number two, if you just look for, if, if I think if you typed in uh, resurrecting a marriage, okay. I think you, their story would probably come up. Okay. And for folks just tuning in, if you're like, I, I can't write that down. The podcast of this program will be up later on, so you can actually just look it up or listen through the, our podcast to find <laughs> that way. There's a double detective thing going on there. So, there you go. <laughs> well, I agree with you. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, sometimes the folks who are most well known, I mean, they have a lot of interesting things to say for sure. 
but there are also a lot of times where, and because God, you know, loves all of us and he's, he's work, especially, you know, his handiwork can be found everywhere. And, and it's, it's, yeah. it's you know, so you know that, and I'm glad that um, in that case of that first one, that the way you handled it too, you're willing to ask questions, but it was, it was not about, I got, we got to increase ratings. We got to do this. It's just like respecting that your guest goes a long way too. We have been in so many sessions with couples and we know we're probing a part of their life and a part of their story that is, that's very dear to them and very personal. And, and, and we want to handle that with care at any time we talk with a guest and, and make sure we're honoring them first and honoring the Lord and what we're doing. And so, yeah, you can't be, you can't exploit. This is not Geraldo. I don't mean to throw Geraldo under the bus. <laughs> Duly. I, I'm I kidding. Mean, here I am. Here I am, Uncle Guido or whoever it was. So I want to make sure I'm Uncle doing Luigi, my part. Luigi, yes. <laughs> Luigi, thank you. Mamba <laughs> Bean, co-host of Family Life, our guest. Quick break. Come back. Keep our conversation rolling. And Steve Greenberg going to join us as well. Uh, he's the guy who discovered the Baja Men and the song Who Locked the Dogs Out. And uh, quick check on the forecast. Down to uh, 70 tonight, just so you know. Maybe a shower. Uh, mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, high of 88. And then Sunday on the cloudy side, a couple showers and thunder showers possible with a, uh, a high of 92. Philly series against Toronto this weekend postponed. They're supposed to start against uh, Miami on the road on Tuesday. Maybe the Yankees keep hearing different things. Sixers at Indiana tomorrow night at 7, getting back on the court. And the Flyers at Boston Sunday afternoon at 3, getting their season uh, playoff thing going up again that uh, that afternoon. Quick break. Back in a moment with more on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 436 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL.com and on the app. Bob Lapine, uh, I've been kind enough to spend some time with us today. We, um, again, longtime co-host of Family Life, uh, heard 9 o'clock each weekday morning. The Marriage Resource Bundle is on our site for a little while here. Grab that absolutely free. Um, and just kind of on the on a fun note too, being I guess are, are you're based or day to day in Little Rock or around there? That's right. Okay, That's where I am. Are you a sports guy by chance? Well, yeah. I I mean I pay attention to what's going on with uh, most of the major sports. Okay, because like Arkansas is not known officially for I guess I don't know. Do they have any pro sport pro sports teams? They have athletes who have come mm-hmm. from there. We've had like uh, Pat, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We, we, so we have our Arkansas Razorbacks. That's kind of our right. – that's as close to pros as we get. But yes. we listen in on the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys, kind of the regional hub for a lot of that. Okay. And because I lived in San Antonio for seven years, I'm still a San Antonio Spurs fan, and yeah. we'll be watching them t- when they're uh, back on the air with the, yeah. with the playoffs right well, now. Well, Spurs, I've said this before with other guests I've had from that region, that they have my respect to win five championships over like 15 years to me is – even more difficult than to win, say a few, and not what would I know, but in a few, in a few years' time to sustain greatness like that. That's always been fun uh, to watch Tim Duncan and folks like that play ball over the years, just from afar as a casual fan. Uh, they but, uh, they yeah. they've made the playoffs for twenty two straight years. Amazing. And that's, uh, that that ties a record in the NBA. So yeah, model of consistency. Amazing. Well, your Razorbacks, your beloved Razorbacks. Do you know who formed the team originally? Or who who, co- who coached who, who coached the team and the first coach? I I don't know the first coach of the Razorbacks. Well, I don't, I don't mean the name. Just this little fun fact is that um, he was the university's Latin professor. 
<laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that that may explain why we did not have early success for the Razorbacks. <laughs> I don't know if he was speaking in Latin or whatever. Eight, 1894. But there are other names that have come out of Arizona. Lou Holtz uh, was there for a while before he went to Notre Dame. Um, he fi- was. Yeah. And I just have to say, if, if it was the Latin professor with the Razorbacks, would that mean it was pig Latin? Ooh! How's that, huh? Hold on, hold on, here it comes, it's right here! <laughs> I've got my rim shot ready this time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, I'm here all week. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, we had a player, Pat Burrell, who played for the Phillies in the World Series team in 2008. He's And Cliff Lee, who pitched for the Phillies for a while. And then yep. there's some, yep. some other greats. Brooks Robinson played there. Uh and Scotty Pippen of the Bulls, you know, among others. We have had our share of great athletes come out of Arkansas, so I don't want people to to think that we're just down here in our overalls and and uh, <laughs> you know that it's Dogwood USA. <laughs> well, you mentioned the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, of course, and uh, Johnny Cash. How can you forget Johnny Cash? That's another one too. No way to forget the the man in black who came from Eastern Arkansas. That's I'm, right. I'm just trying to throw a little love Arizona's way. Or, or, uh, Arkansas. See, I already messed it up. Arkansas. Arkansas's <laughs> way. See, how insulting is that that I said, but you called me Bob, so that's now we're even. Did I do that? Did I call you Bob? Two times. I cannot believe that. Did Two that? times. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, Tim. But, folks. I repent in, <laughs> in dust and ashes. Well, as long as you're – okay, then I'll accept it. So. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's great to hear your voice. Keep up the great work. How can people pray for, for you and, and the ministry these days? Anything come to mind? Well, in the midst of the transition we're going through, uh, you can pray that God's hand will be on that. That's a big deal, and it's going to take a couple of years for it to all happen. But uh, I hope listeners will pray for us in that transition. Yeah. And then I have a book that has just been released called Love Like You Mean It. Ooh. Uh, that's First Corinthians 13 applied to a marriage relationship. And so pray for God to use that book in the lives of married couples. And, and I'm, I, that's my prayer is that, that God will get glory out of, uh, out of that book. Amen. Well, I, I wasn't expe- I don't think I had heard about that. Do you have a minute just to give at least a quick, uh, you know, backstory to that? For you, Tim, yeah. <laughs> I have all the time in the world. Of course, if it was Bob, no way, but with you, I have all the time in the world. That's right. Now, um, yeah, I, I preached a sermon series at our church, this is probably five or six years ago, on 1 Corinthians 13. We went slowly through those verses and explored what does it mean that love is patient? What does it mean that love is kind? What does it mean that love does not seek its own way or keep a record of wrongs? All of those things. And we were talking about it in kind of general terms. We're all supposed to be loving people and love one another, and Christians should be known by our love. Uh, but as, as I was working through the series, I thought, you know, I talk about marriage and family all the time. I really should dig into this and say, how does this apply in a marriage relationship? And so that's just been percolating in the back of my mind for a number of years. And this past year, I sat down and, and did a lot of study and digging in and meditating on the scriptures. And, and uh, this book is a slow journey through about seven verses in the Bible to help us understand that if love, if, if, if we're trying to learn what love is by watching the Hallmark Channel and listening to pop songs, we are in trouble. But if we want to look at what the Bible has to say about what love is, that'll pour the kind of foundation under a marriage that will cause you to be able to build a strong, healthy marriage. Sounds like it's been simmering in the crock pot for a while there, which means it's going to be good. It has been. 
it, it has got a lot of simmer going on. That's and, right. And it is out, it's available, or will be? It is available now wherever fine books are sold or <laughs> wherever trashy books are sold. I think it's either place. Very good. Very good. Well, Bob, great to hear your voice again. Thanks for taking time to share about the Marriage Resource Bundle and everything else. And uh, we hope to do it again before too long. Tim, great to be with you and uh, and always love connecting with you. Bob Lapine on the Tim DeMoss Show. Quick break. Steve Greenberg going to jump on with us. Grammy Award winning record producer. Discovered the Baja Men, Hanson, Jonas Brothers, AJR, the big song, Who Let the Dogs Out? 20 years old this week. We'll chat about that a little bit and more. For a pun segment to cap things off as well. Now that's punny. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Who let the dogs out? AM560WFIL.com on the app. It's 446. 20 years ago this week, this song made its debut and soon took over the world. And the guy who tracked it down, it's quite a story. Uh, Grammy Award winning record producer who also had discovered uh, Hanson, Jonas Brothers, and AJR, among others. Steve Greenberg joining us. How you doing, sir? What's going on? I'm good. How are you doing today? Wonderful. The Speed of Sound podcast had just launched. I listened to the... Uh, how Who Let the Dogs Out Conquered the World won. I really loved it. It was well done. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. For sure. Uh, I want to talk about that episode in a moment. But first, share for a second, if you would, about the Speed of Sound podcast itself, You know what it is, and, and the vision for it. The vision for it is there are all these things. There are songs, there are groups, and there are whole genres of music that we just all take for granted that they're just big. You know, the Beatles, they're just big. Or, you know, a certain kind of music is just big hip-hop. You know, it's part of our life. And, or, or even just a song like Who Let the Dogs At? Everybody knows that song, right? And so they're all, they've all just sort of become part of the atmosphere. But, but this podcast asks the question, how did that get big? What happened? What was the chain of events that led that to being big? And, and I have to tell you, since, since, since uh, you're in Philadelphia... I do have to say that um, as you listen through the uh, season of the podcast, the city of Philadelphia plays a major role in so many of the uh, episodes. It really seems like with a lot of kinds of music, all roads lead to Philadelphia. So if, if you start to listen to episodes of the podcast, you'll, you'll see a lot of recurring characters, um, you know, from Dick Clark's American Bandstand and Cameo Parkway Records and Philadelphia International Records and all those guys from MFSB. Um, there definitely was a very long period in pop music where Philadelphia was, was the hub for so much that was going on. Fascinating that you mentioned that because WFIL, the station that you know, we're chatting with today, uh, on today, had Dick Clark, of course, way back when with American Bandstand as part of its history. So, and the boss talks and everything. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm telling you, Dick Clark shows up in so many episodes. He's in, he's, he, he and the record labels that, that he was associated with as well. You know, they just all just show up, and you just realize how interconnected everything was back in those days. Yeah. Steve Greenberg, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show, is a Grammy Award-winning record producer, discovered the Baja Men, Hanson, Jonas Brothers, uh, manages AJR, discovered them too. Um, when I first, I DJ weddings, and when I first remember who let the dogs out, this kid came up to me at a wedding and requested it, and I put it in my headphones. I happened to have it on a record service at the time, and I thought, uh, no, this is not. I'm not going to play this at a wedding. Are you kidding me? And um, much like a lot of other folks you came across in your path, as you share in the podcast, we were all proven wrong. I've played it many times since. Um, 
and listen to the podcast for Speed of Sound there. Really open up the song for me. I you know, highly recommend it. It must have been a lot. Of, I mean, like you put a lot into it. There are a lot of the guest interviews in there and, uh, and, and unfolding it. How long did it take you to create this? Oh my God! It takes it takes forever, and we've worked on the podcast for over on the on the whole season of the podcast, which is twelve episodes. We've worked on it for over a year. I believe it, it. takes forever to do an episode, and in the end, um, each episode is based off of about a fifteen page script. So I always say that every time I do an episode, it's like I'm writing a college term paper. <laughs> so what I really want with every episode is to tell the definitive story of that thing that I'm talking about that week. So for me, I just, I, I never want to record an episode until I've uncovered every stone and, and know every story, because I, I don't want some other podcast to come out next week that, that tells the story in greater depth than I did. Well, it's entertaining, I think, first and foremost, because it's informative and demonstrates in a clear, you know, calm presentation, just one step, next step, next step, and really how much went into, in this case, the you know, Who Let the Dogs Out 20 years ago this week. Um, one of the things that really stood out for me, too, the vision you had um, so many moving parts and so many, if this didn't happen, then that didn't happen, then that didn't happen, including even finding the song in the first place. Um, did you did you ever doubt the vision along the way? Because there were so many potential obstacles that would have stopped things in its tracks. I, I never doubted the vision for one second. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I always said I'm going to record that song, Who Let the Dogs Out, and it's going to be the biggest hit in the world. And I just knew it for some reason. And I just never would give up. And and if you listen to the podcast, you know that there were a lot of people who not were just who weren't just non-believers, but who like sort of tried to shut it down and sort of said, "No, you know, this this isn't going to happen." And I just kept kept if, if one door closed, I went and tried to find another door to go through because I felt like it, it, I just knew it was going to be the biggest hit in the world. And sometimes you hear a song and you say, "Well, I love this," and if I can figure out a way to get the rest of the world to hear it, they're going to love it too. But that's the hard part is to get the rest of the world to hear it. One part in your podcast, you mentioned having to choose between signing, you know, on with a, a London, I guess it was, uh, records. Yeah. And and the record label, yeah. Yeah, signing on with a record label, you're ready to have a job versus, but they didn't like the song, and it was like, well, do I stop? What do I do? Do I? I mean, you know, you're already halfway in the door with an office. Uh, was that maybe one of the high points where you thought maybe I need to just put this on pause and come back to it down the road when things quiet down, or? You know, again, I was so certain that the song was a hit yeah. that when the people at that record label who I was about to do a label deal with, I was about to like sort of be a, a talent scout for them, essentially, to find new, new stuff. And I said, this is the first thing I'm going to put out, and they hated it. They didn't just hate it, but they made fun of it. And I, I immediately said, oh, I've got to get out of here. I can't work at this label because they don't, they don't share my sensibility, and I know this is the biggest hit in the world. So if I sign with this, with this label, it's, it, you know, it's not going to happen. And that's when I started my own label. Uh, you know, it turned out to be the, the right move. You know, I think a lot of times people's careers and and uh, and even music history hinge hinge on like when you get to a crossroads and which way do you go. And I happened to go a way that uh, made sense for me, and it, it turned out that I was right about the record. What about you as a person? You know, and whatever, you know, wherever this came into play as to, as to who you are, uh, was able to navigate and being you know being willing to say what you thought and still get along with people and persevere. You know, not be a people pleaser, not say, let me shut it down, and just uh, still navigate those waters, including people that you were friends with or associates with, or your former boss, Danny Goldberg, who was on the program with us uh, when he had his Kurt Cobain book out last year. Uh, how, do, you know, how did you manage to navigate those things and keep plugging forward? Well, I think that you have to just be sensitive to people and, you know, where they're coming from and what their agenda is and how they see themselves, especially artists. 
if you want to strike that balance, you don't want to deflate people's dreams or, you know, suggest that, you know, what their vision is for, you know, how music is going to be might be wrong. And at the same time, you don't want them to make mistakes. You know, so you have to be very careful to sort of give constructive criticism, but without, without really deflating somebody. I do sometimes say to artists that I work with, I say, look, you know, you could either hate me now or hate me later. I can either tell you the truth right now and you're going to be mad at me, or, like, you can make this thing, that you make this mistake that I think you're about to make, and then you're going to hate me later because you're going to say, oh, this didn't work, why didn't it work? You know, and you're going to be mad at me then. So I'd rather you hate me now, and then hopefully we'll get, get through this uh, problematic issue that's happening that I think is, you know, I think you might be making a big mistake. And if you don't make that mistake and you have a big hit, you know, you'll, you'll be happy that you took my advice. Uh, you know, I, I, you don't always want to make people take your advice, but sometimes you think your advice is valuable and you hope that they're open to it. I think, like, my favorite kind of artist to work with are artists that have lots and lots of great ideas themselves, but are also open to a great idea no matter where it comes from. And not everybody can do that. Some people have a kind of not invented here attitude where if they didn't think of, of the thing, they immediately dismiss it and eliminate it from consideration. And those artists are always harder and, and, and probably like make the road harder for themselves. You want, you know, I think part of being a great creator is actually being able to take input from other people and, and sort of weed out what other people say that might be a good piece of advice and, what, and also what might be a piece of advice that you choose to ignore. Yeah. Very good. Well, Steve, it's a pleasure making your acquaintance and, and hearing more about the uh, the Speed of Sound podcast. Congratulations, 20 years later, and uh, hope we get to catch up again sometime later on. I hope so, too. You take care. Have a great day. You, too. Bye-bye. Steve Greenberg, Grammy Award-winning record producer, discovered the Baja Man. It's an amazing story. It really is. Uh, didn't have enough time to get into all of it, but check out that Speed of Sound podcast to find out more. Hanson, Jonas Brothers, others. Quick break. Let's uh, have an abbreviated version of Now That's Punny. Coming up in just a moment, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Hey, it's the last day of the month. There we go. It's Danny's birthday, so she has the day off, and I'm doing something for the first time ever. I'm grading my own puns. We don't have much time, so let's jump into it. First one, why couldn't the dead car drive into the cluttered garage? I don't know. Lack of room. Thank you very much. I want to give you some advice. Never discuss infinity with a mathematician, because they can go on about it forever. Thank you. Here's one for you, for me. Which bear is most condescending? A panda. Thank you. And last but not least, in our short version of Now That's Punny, what does a pepper do when it's angry? It gets jalapeno face. What would you do with a brain if you had one? And that'll do it for our program. Thanks for listening in. Podcast up on our site a little later on. Have a wonderful weekend. Check out our contest page. Some stuff's expiring at midnight tonight. Get entered. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries. Leads and Burnouts. See you. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.